2: three billionaire playboys one but also sometimes two lowly entrepreneurs one chance to hit the big bucks if you've seen dragon's den or shark tank this is the same as those but not similar enough to constitute any sort of legal action this is rat's nest
3: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Rat's Nest, the only podcast hosted by three multi-billionaire playboys. This is a show where lowly entrepreneurs pitch their business and product ideas in exchange for big money and cash dollar bills. I am Sherman Michael Schunk, and these are my two biggest dollar bad boys. I'm talking about Jeremiah St. Baby.
1: Hey, it's Jeremiah St. Baby, baby. How you doing, baby?
3: And I'm also talking about another man, Hank
1: Ass. The whole ass and nothing but the ass, yeah. so help me God.
3: So help us, God, and oh, as we as we finally were able to dig into in our last episode, our, I guess this is, he's kind of like the, what was the name of the guy who produced the Beatles? He was kind of considered the fifth Beatle?
1: John Wilkes Booth. <laughs>
3: right. Just as John Wilkes Booth was considered the fifth Beatle, our fourth rat, Jesus Christ. God oh, bless yeah. us and God bless this nation.
1: Wow. I thought we were going to give a long overdue shout out to our hardworking producer, (laughs) Stefan. But no, the shout out reverberated off of the mirrors of our hearts up to the heavens above. That's
3: right. And you'll have to refresh me on who that is later on. Well, you know, it's
0: the Holy Ghost. We got to give all due. I mean, he's the Alpha and the Omega. And you know what? I don't know how you guys are doing it, but I leave a chair open for him every podcast recording. The Holy Ghost.
3: I keep a tith. Is it tith basket? Tithe. Tithe basket. Tithe,
0: yes, tithings.
3: I throw cash in that. Every time we swear on this show, I throw cash in there. Let me tell you. Do you
1: think anyone has seen a ghost and yelled, holy ghost? Here's what you say when you see a regular ghost. Ah, oh, man. And here's what you see when you see a holy ghost. Amen. Amen. <laughs> That's and the difference. we'll take a break. I, I, I know we, we, will we just take started. A, no, we just started.
3: <laughs> what have my boys been up to? What's going on? What have you got going in the lab? Anyone down at the factory recently? We're really excited about what we got cooking
0: up in the lab. You ever hear, you know, the missus says, hey, look, you got to put, you got to get that sweet tooth in check. Yeah. But we've actually manufactured a sweet tooth, which is basically a canine or a molar. You can put it under any tooth you want. Essentially, you got to shave down one of your real teeth and install this one, which pairs to your phone. You install that in your mouth. You pair this thing to your phone. It's an app on your phone. And... You can press a button on your phone. It'll dispense whatever sweet you want to taste, whatever Whoa. scent you want to smell, okay. whatever. And if you, got a, if you like savory things, it can do that too. Right now in the lab, we're getting gravy in there. Nice. Hopefully it's going to be a huge seller for Halloween because now you can't, uh, you know, you got the social distancing. You can't trick or treat. The kids can't come over. Hook your kid up with a sweet tooth. Pair it to the phone. And when the kid, when the 31st rolls around, You tell your phone to dispense caramel into the kid's mouth, but just a little bit. Tell it to dispense. I
3: like this. And then afterwards, afterwards, you could get back to your greens. okay, sonny boy, here's the broccoli flavor. Here's the, you know,
0: so there's an update. We're working on an update to get, yeah savory things in there. But right now we're only up to gravy. But yeah, eventually we're going to get everything in there. And we call that the sweet tooth. You know, it
3: connects using Bluetooth, which is confusing. I can see that being confusing.
0: Incidentally, we color this one blue. So it's even more confusing. Sure. But it's just a signal to your dentist that that's the technology in your mouth. It's not a real tooth. It's the sweet tooth, which is blue.
3: Well, color me interested because I am. Hank, what's going on?
1: I've got a few things on the go. So we know these smartphones, yes? Uh-huh. What's such a common complaint with our smartphones nowadays? The battery
0: drains too quickly. I can't, I can't use it. I don't know how to use it. I don't. People know where I am. The government knows where I am at all how times. It, and they how does do, it work? And they
3: do.
1: Can I jailbreak Let me summarize it? all of those valid complaints into one overarching umbrella complaint. They're too smart. Yeah. They're smarter uh, than me. Okay. I can't use this. It makes me feel like a little boy.
3: I And this is how out. I feel,
1: yes. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it acting smarter than me in my own home, around my kids, It's disrespectful. my wife. That is disrespectful. When I'm trying to lay down the law, or whatever your complaint might be. You know what I mean? You're taking your dog for a walk. Your dog sees you struggling with the phone. All of a sudden, there goes those months of training. Yeah. Just, the respect's gone.
3: Yeah.
0: The dog sees you use, struggle with your phone, so it's the alpha now. The dog That's knows... Right. That you're
3: an idiot <laughs> they call these things smartphone they they call they say that they're so smart and i believe you like i mean clearly they are they must be very intelligent but sometimes i'm like is this thing really that smart my son is never calling me on this thing how can it okay. be smart? you know what yeah. i mean
2: yeah yeah, 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 yeah.
3: Well, i mean i'm looking the... at this thing all day long i'm looking at it i'm I, you know I'm, I'm poking around at it and my son isn't i'm getting i'm not getting a single call from my son <laughs> this thing it's dumb. It's dumb if you ask me. Dumb phones is what they should call them.
0: Sherman, you understand. And Smart we're thinking about
3: renaming them that is, is what I'm is what I'm saying. Is, Sherman. No one's, no
1: one's thinking of doing that. And, and
3: he's not calling. Sherman, <laughs> I mean, I'm way ahead
1: of you, and you have just keyed on to this new breakthrough in phone technology. Say goodbye to your smartphone and embrace your new dumb phone. This is what we're pushing. Here we go. We're, we're getting rid of the apps. We're getting rid of all the little computer gadgets and the Ugh. flashlight I can never find when I want to, and the buttons that my thumbs are way too big to press. My thumb
3: is enormous and it's too big for these.
1: It's gone. We want a phone that's dumber than us, that we can feel confident around, that allows us to feel good in our lives. Yes. But here's the catch we're not just taking phone technology back to what it was. Jan. Ah, uh, uh, is it time for bed? I'm bored out of my skull just thinking about that. No, we're making phones dumber than they ever were. What's the dumbest phone you can imagine? It's oh. not even performing basic phone tasks. It's it's shaped wrong. You dial a number and the wrong number comes through. You you can yell at this phone. You can humiliate this phone. Your, your family sees you de- trying to deal with this phone. They sympathize with you. They see you hurling it across the yep. room and yep. smashing it. And it's built to not smash right away. It's like a Ooh. brick. They see that. They think strong. Daddy's strong. Daddy in the right. See, and
3: this is what I want out of a phone. I want, I want, I want a lord over this thing. All right. Yes. I want authority over this thing.
1: When and I want Alexander, to throw it across
3: the room. And I want to, sit, I want to scoff and go,
1: idiot. That's it. And then you want your family to look at you and say, yeah, we agree.
3: I want to. I want to slide it across the table when I, I come home from work. I want to slide it across my kitchen counter, and I want it to slide too far and fall off the counter. And I want to go, idiot. Yes.
1: <laughs> now here, what is such a common complaint I hear from men? I hear men telling me this all the time. They report from be- their dinner table. They report. My
3: son their- won't call. I'm not this getting is- calls from among my son. Among other
1: things, among other people. and we're so close. You you know what? That's a specific Sherman complaint, but here's the universal complaint that I think you'll understand, Sherman. It is men reporting that their sons or daughters are saying things along the line of, I wish the phone was my dad. Okay, and now, and we talk a lot
3: about on this show uh, when something is speaking a language that I'm speaking.
1: No, this this is the language that I'm speaking. Oh,
3: Sherman. Oh, Sherman. Sherman. I got to jump in, though, Hank-ass. If this is
0: geared toward Sherman, is this really going to fix his relationship with his son?
1: I cannot emphasize this enough. No. Oh. Sherman's son is not, <laughs> has turned on Sherman for very specific reasons that Sherman cannot communicate because he does not seem aware of them himself. It goes far beyond respect. And you're
3: saying exactly what I'm asking you to say and what, what I've been wanting you to say and that it will help and it will make okay. a difference in my life saying, and my son's life. And this is what, and, and you know what, ladies right. and gentlemen, this is what the rats do for each other. They make products specifically designed for me and my issues because they understand me. My rats know me, okay? I don't let people in my nest who who uh, would disrespect me, like a f- smartphone, for example. I let people like Hank Ass in my nest because Hank Ass knows what's going on between me and my son or has at least a tertiary understanding because I refuse to talk about it. Yeah, And what you're telling me today is that this thing is going to revolutionize the relationship between me and my son. And I'm in.
0: You know what? I think it's a stopgap, Sherman. I got to come out and say it. Too many episodes have you been sitting here thinking that a product, a miracle product, is going to save the relationship with you and your son? You got to talk
1: to him. Yeah.
3: If we don't have faith in our ideas and our business, then why the hell would anyone listen to this thing?
1: Well, fair enough, Sherman. And I just want to say for anyone who doesn't want to toss their smartphone, they just want to ease their way into dumb phone technology. We've introduced the application Dumb Siri. It is similar to Siri, except instead of having this know-it-all on your phone, who makes your kids not think highly of you and unmans you at every possible instance, pulls your pants down in front of your family, makes you look like a buffoon, you have Dumb Siri. You ask her a question, she says it with confidence, but she's wrong. And everyone knows she's wrong, and then you get that moment in front of your family where you get to say ah actually siri i think the answer is 15 if it was a basic math equation then a little bit of trumpet fanfare plays (laughs) (laughs) or whatever you can personalize it my phone says that's why he's the man but you can have yours say whatever you want siri is siri is dumb but aware Dumb Siri is able to admit her faults, <laughs> and she practically worships you. And it's a good application if you want to ease your way into a full-on dumb phone world, which I cannot recommend enough. This is good. I like this.
0: I mean, I feel like this is a window into your life a whole lot more than uh, we've seen previously, Hank. And I, I got to know how the family's doing. I haven't
1: seen them in months. They're trapped somewhere in my massive city-sized mansion. Uh, speaking of homes, speaking,
3: well, this has nothing to do with homes, but... Uh, what I've been working on, um, this is an interesting, it's another service, another service that we've been, uh, that we've kind of implemented. It's pretty interesting. I think you guys might be interested in it. It's called flips private exercise Re- retreat. Okay. Now this is relate. Really, you know, COVID times, you can't go to the gym. You can't go get your workout on because it's too dangerous. So you got to get a private, you know, private thing going on. People don't want to work out at home because they don't want, want their dog to be watching them. You know, they don't want their cats to be watching them work out and get ripped. The last thing you want is a jealous pet. You know what I mean? That's <clears throat> true. Flips private exercise retreat. Basically, this is what we do. We come down to your house. Let's say we go down to Hank's house, go down to the mansion, go down to the compound. Hank's asleep in the night. We pick you up, scoop you into the van, drive you off to the retreat. Sure, man. This is a
0: van. This is a kidnapping. There's an element of
3: surprise here, okay? Let's say Jeremiah, who cares? We take, maybe both of you, we take you both in the vans. Maybe we go to whose house first? Jeremiah's on the way, if we're going from my house. Am
0: I blindfolded when I'm swept away in this van?
3: You will be. Let's say we go to Jeremiah's, we pick Jeremiah up, blindfold him, throw him in the van. One year later, okay? <laughs> wait, wait, wait.
2: <laughs> a
0: year.
3: A year passes. <laughs> Exterior. Jeremiah's estate.
0: Oh, okay, he's setting the scene. Okay, the mise-en-scene.
3: The barn. Jeremiah's daughter is getting married. It's a, it's a happy, but it's a sad affair. Jeremiah's been missing for a year. Nobody knows where he's been. But it's a beautiful yeah. night. Hank and I are there. You know, we're giving your daughter away, or whatever. Is it away?
1: Yeah, it's away. What else would it be?
3: Me, Hank, your daughter, in that order, walking down the aisle. Wait, wait
1: I'm. In, I'm just I'm setting in the, middle. the stage. <laughs> okay. Shut your eyes
3: and imagine we're walking down the aisle. Everyone's in tears. It's a beautiful affair. We're thinking of you, Jeremiah. <laughs> and just then, just as we're about to give her away.
1: This is an exercise thing. What's
3: this? (laughs) The door, the barn door. Who could be late? Who would be late to this? Everyone's here. All the loved ones are here. Somebody opens the barn door. It's Jeremiah.
0: Ooh, and I'm wearing the clothes that I was swept away in. But not
3: just that. We see, whoa, Jeremiah looks a little different. He looks a little thicker. What's going on here? Yeah. Jeremiah, where have you been? It's been a year. Your daughter's crying. Everyone's crying. Everyone wants to know. Jeremiah, talk to us. Talk to us. You push everyone aside. You do a flawless standing backflip.
1: Okay. Oh, everyone
3: goes flip fucking nuts.
1: I have been on the edge of my seat waiting for flips. We pick you up at come. your
3: house. One year later, we guarantee you will be able to do a standing backflip.
1: Oh, that's... <laughs> <laughs> that's all it- that's all that's all that's And true. I think it's
3: time for our entrepreneur of the week. What do no, you think no, boys? No, 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 no. I think i it is. on.
2: before you get
0: there. Can <laughs> I just say, Hank, I think I like this because you know what? It's my daughter's special day. And if I'm not ready to do a stand I don't think under normal stand circumstances I'd be prepared to do a standing backflip on a special on that day right. of all days, the day of my daughter's wedding.
1: Yeah. I mean and you definitely want to be able to do it so you can make your daughter's wedding about you.
3: And what better gift to give to your daughter on the day of her wedding than the gift of knowing that your dad can do a standing backflip.
1: Yeah. Thank you. I just thought of a cool thing that that uh, Jeremiah could say if he did it. Today I am losing a daughter, but I've gained a new skill. And then you, boom, you nail the standing back, And flip. it's flawless. And can I say... How much more I would have enjoyed the film Castaway if upon returning to his wife, Helen Hunt, Tom Hanks had <laughs> completed a backflip.
3: Listen, I, I I was trapped on the island. I had to eat your FedEx package, but I got you something else. I got you something
0: else and I do a backflip. I got yeah. you something
1: real special. How's that for sticking the landing? He's in a box. She unwraps him <laughs> in the box. He steps out, to special delivery, <laughs> does a backflip, walks away. <laughs>
3: What do you say, boys? Is it time to bring in our entrepreneurs?
1: Like a man who fishes with the air from his lungs, <laughs> I have baited breath. How do we how do it? Confused, feel like, but breath. appreciated.
0: Hank asks the poet of the millionaire, uh, billionaire playboy class.
1: Say millionaire. No, I know,
0: and I, I deserve it. And I deserve it too. I mean, I would never deflate. Okay, who the hell
1: are All we? All right,
3: here? our entrepreneurs, plural of the week. An incredible pair that I have just assumed are incredible, but I'm sure they will be. Otherwise, they wouldn't be on this show. Please welcome the Tinkerers, Willis and Bois. Hello. Hello. And and there they are. And thank you for having us, by the way.
1: Two distinct voices that are easy to tell apart. Willis and Bois.
2: And uh, tell us when you want us to pitch, because we have been waiting
1: and we are so excited.
3: Okay. And this is what I like, and we haven't had this before submissive entrepreneurs, and you may begin.
2: How about you guys freaky Friday style switch lives with us, Willis and Wa? And you're probably wondering, whose bodies are you gonna get? Well, <laughs> I'll start. My name is Willis. I'm a tinkerer. I have no wife and no home. If you get my body, it's like a blank slate. Please switch bodies for
1: this. Oh, so that's the pitch.
3: Okay, and we only get to hear about one body.
1: Yeah, Bois, why don't you tell us what we've got to look forward to with your body? Sherman,
2: Hank... Uh, Go ahead.
0: Yes, yeah, say my name. Yes, yes. Pitch. Say, say sure. my just, name. No,
2: just the <laughs> two of us. Sherman, <laughs> Hank, and uh, Jeremiah, my name is Bois. I self-medicate. i a dual citizenship. To which countries? One's Canada.
3: Okay. Okay. And other than that... I don't have anything else going on. And you're listing these qualities, these qualities that when people are a certain way, that kind of that way that they are kind of comes across in their physicality as well. You know, that it right. affects their physicality. I'm wondering, does that, is that the case here? Because I want to know if the, if the product is a body swap. I want to know. Does that uh, transfer? Is this a, that You transfer? guys are lucky
0: because I'm huge. How many people can fit in your body? Because maybe we can get a couple of rats in there.
2: Blah, he's a little guy, one rat, maybe even half a rat tops. Uh-huh. Me, Willis, two rats. Fully, you guys, one gets one half, one gets the other. Wow,
1: okay, so 2.5. So it's a real of mice and men situation over there.
2: Well, what you get is you get all of our little tinkered inventions that I'll say we don't have enough money to fund. That's kind of why we want to get into your body and kind of live your lives.
0: Oh, okay. All Uh, right. This is a real bury the Lead situation. What are you guys tinkering on? Is one of the devices like a Freaky Friday kind of brain swap thing?
2: Exactly. Exactly. We went to Pie Pies, which is the Chinese restaurant in Freaky Friday, and we stole all the cookies. And if you remember by watching Freaky Friday, that is how they body swap.
0: That's right. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So now you own that technology. That's yours
1: now. You stole all of the cookies.
2: I mean, we have the Tinkers. cookies. We killed everybody who was there. Yeah, of course.
1: So you're you're murderers. <laughs> well, is. Any part of this desired body swap, some weird attempt to sort of escape the law via our bodies, and then we take the rap?
3: And I have a follow-up to that, actually. Go ahead. Have you been Have you been on foot running from the law? Is Because that's going to affect the physicality of your bodies, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm
2: on my mobile scooter. I don't really walk or run or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: And I can tell that's Willis. You're a big guy. The scooter
2: holds your heft? Oh, yeah. And then we have a little tiny sidecar on my
3: scooter that uh, Boa sits it. Mm, oh, I
0: bet that looks good. You and know, I'm, the scooter, I'm almost is,
3: in. Is the scooter in the deal? Yeah, well, ooh. <laughs> ooh, no. <laughs> okay, and I don't like the sound of that.
1: Yeah, I'm out now. Okay, you got to consider tossing the scooter in. We are prepared to take the rap and offer you Billionaires Live. You
0: saw our program and you thought, wow, this is a great opportunity to get out of our bodies and like Hank uh, Ass elucidated earlier, get away from the law? This is
2: this was your plan? You guys have the best lives we've ever seen. Uh-huh. We need your lives. But Let me just say, flattery will get you everywhere, sweetheart. I am green, green with envy that Hank Ass is all Ass.
1: I mean, I'm a guy. I'm a big, muscly guy. And my last name is Ass and my catchphrase is the whole ass and nothing, nothing oh, but the ass. Oh. you're not a walking, not a walking talking, talking
3: ass. ass. Well, okay, and now that you've said that Hank, I'm I'm wondering, um, you know, if if, if there's any room in the in the negotiation table, maybe you take H- uh, Hank Ass's catchphrase in a literal sense. Hank, perhaps your ass could be on the table just the, your, the whole ass and nothing but the ass. Perhaps that could be What the hell are you, you tra- tra- talking trade trade an ass for for the the bodies.
0: Or better yet, you and me, Hank, we go in into Willis and you take the ass part and I'm
2: just kind of whatever's left.
1: No, I'm way out on this. I don't like that you guys are even entertaining this.
2: Listen, I'm still kind of confused. Hank asks, do you speak with a mouth on top of the ass or do your cheeks flap back? Yeah, no,
1: I'm not like a Ace Ventura concoction (laughs) where I stretch my own ass cheeks to speak. I'm a human man. Not unlike yourself, although, you know what? Maybe a bad comparison. I have all of the limbs and features of a man, and I also have an ass, and my last name is Ass, and that's the extent of it. I don't know what to tell you. You know, some people's last names are, uh, you know, um, yeah, words, and those, you know, they.
3: My last name is the sound of a t-shirt cannon. My last name is Saint Baby. We were expecting too much from Hank Ass. I mean, if you were expecting him to be like a like a humanoid ass, then yes, you were. I think you were expecting too much. If I may,
2: you were expecting too little. What about this as an idea? Oh, I love pumpkins, but they're not teaching my classroom how to be a band.
1: The Jack Black-O-Lantern.
2: Ooh, I love it. Jack
1: Black-O-Lantern. Well, that's fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's fun. So
2: does a Jack-O-Lantern do anything? Well, it's basically a full robot that can teach and knows music. It's a robot. I feel like we always open a little weak, and then we really have to do it later. You so. call it a Jack
0: Black-O-Lantern.
2: But then, so it's a robot, really? Yeah, it's basically, it teaches music. Yeah. It's a robot. It's just like Terminator in a lot
1: of ways. Uh, it does not sound like Terminator at all. Because
2: it teaches music.
1: Yeah, and it's a pumpkin.
2: What it is like Terminator is because it uses its catchphrase, I'll be Jack Black. Oh, okay, and
1: now you've sold it.
2: How about this? You, you love McDonald's, right? And you love all the funny mascots, but there's not enough edge. I'm right? a oh, big grimace guy, big grimace head.
1: I'm fucking listening hard now. I am interested. This is his wheelhouse.
2: The Mark Hamburgler. All the looks of the Hamburglar with all of the negative edge of Mark Wahlberg.
1: Ooh, wow. I have questions about the Mark Hamburglar. All right. I like it. I like the idea of a Hamburglar who I assume is performing, going through life in a sort of Wahlbergian way. Maybe he's, uh, you know, you show up to a McDonald's restaurant and there's a hamburger there and he's telling you about his uh, fitness schedule. Yes,
3: and he gets up at 3 a.m. to exercise.
1: Yes. Now this I like—a hamburger who is neurotic about his schedule and and fucking built. Built, yeah, yeah, five a.m. Yeah. But here's what I'm concerned about: Would Mark Wahlberg not, uh, sort of say no to this, given that he is the proprietor, a co-proprietor of a competing hamburger place, Wahlberg? Well,
2: that's the thing. I think once we fully create Mark Hamburger. And when he becomes real, he's gonna look at Mark Wahlberg and go, "Isn't that just the human version of me?" And probably deal with him himself. Mm. Oh, you think? Okay,
3: so you're <laughs> oh, gonna, so you're funny. gonna create a new man?
2: Oh yeah,
0: of course. We yeah. yeah,
3: yeah. have the
2: technology. We're
0: tinkerers. Okay, I'm coming back around on you okay. guys. Okay.
3: Yes, we're big yes, into genetic like uh, manufacturing, yeah. playing and, God, playing this sort God of thing. kind of things.
1: So what I'm hearing is maybe you're gonna take some Mark Wahlberg DNA, take a hamburger. Sort of mesh those two things together and make it big.
2: What if I told you I've already been at a Wahlburgers and I've already taken all the DNA there? And some of it's got to be Mark's.
1: But here's the possibility, is that you don't end up with a big, built, healthy millionaire CEO, but instead end up with the DNA of a common Wahlburgers patron. Yeah. Which I feel like physically might not fit the specs of a Mark Wahlberg yeah, original. we're all
0: picturing like a
3: cool, roided out hamburglar. Yeah, the kind of guy who could do a,
1: a standing backflip.
2: Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. Let's, we have a joke around the lab. We always say, uh, oh, it looks like we made a grimace. What
1: do you guys do with your uh, failed grimaces? Great question. Well, I don't
2: know. It's kind of like a minion situation. Okay. See that sweetens the deal.
0: You're saying if I okay, if I go in by myself, I'm like grew
2: from Despicable Me, and I have all these minions. It's different because these people they have more they have more body parts than a minion does. You know, it's they're hu- they're human. They
3: have
1: they have penises. They have their own wants. And are you
3: suggesting that minions don't have penis? <laughs> I almost guarantee that.
1: They absolutely they don't. not. Wait, so let me let me cl- let me clarify something about these grimaces that are growing on me. Are they even purple, or are they? You just call them grimaces, but they're just (laughs) misshapen, horrible men.
2: They are dark red and 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 brows furrowed with barred teeth, but they still say cute stuff like "b do b," "potato," "banana," and "alepa Banganze,
1: and all that stuff. Whoa! What is that? Is that minion speak?
2: That's the minion speak.
1: Well, then I'm gonna make you guys (laughs) an offer right now. I want your grimaces. I want all your creatures. I want to fill. I need workers for my massive mansion. I want to That's fill true. it with horrible grimaces. <laughs> what am I going to give you for these grimaces? I, I, nothing that you have asked for. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd like to counter it then.
2: We'll give you all the grimaces, but you have to take the Jack Black letter
3: On principle, I, I, I'm out. <laughs> wow and and is that three out are we done is that it three strikes are out in the rat's nest thank you so much boys get the fuck out of my nest thank you so much for coming by
1: i think i just realized something i i think willis was a grimace holy shit i think that's yeah I think Bois. I think Bois is oh the my brains God, behind that the makes so I think he sense. might be right. Willis was huge. He made a bunch of grimaces, and then this one became his friend.
0: That's right. It all fits. The other guy, Willis, was huge and kind of misshapen and That's weird. Right. And how? The, yeah.
3: And thank you to the tinkerers Willis and Bois. We hope that you find yourselves.
0: Grimace and Bois. That oh, oh. Wait, did I
3: just say Grimace and? No, Bois. but it makes sense. And we wish you, audience, the best in your future endeavors. And maybe you'll one day find yourself in the rat's nest where you'll be pitching to the three billionaire bad boys. Thank
1: you to Jeremiah St. Baby.
3: Jeremiah St. Baby, baby, stay wealthy, baby. Thank you to Hank Ass.
1: And nothing but the ass, so help me God. Praise SB. And thank
3: you to me, Sherman Michael Shunk, is who I was, who I am, and who I will continue to be. And bless us all. And bless this nation, and thank you, and we'll see you next week. Bye. <laughs> you <laughs>